Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time now for the sports news for Friday morning. May the 6th it is, yes. And your reader for today is Jeff Franklin. As a reminder, Radio Eye is a reading service intended for people who are blind, have other disabilities, that make it difficult to read printed material. Well, lots of derby coverage in this morning's Herald Leader Sports. We'll leave that to the Courier Journal when we get over there to read uh, the sports news from the uh, Courier Journal. Uh, there is a Mark, I should say, a John Clay column this morning, a commentary about the about the uh, derby, um, which is of course tomorrow at Churchill Downs in Louisville, and. John Clay's commentary headline, Legendary Trainer Lucas in Kentucky Derby again. The old man still got it, sitting high atop his horse at Churchill Downs on Thursday morning, out on the track, overseeing his operation. At age 86, this is what D. Wayne Lucas lives for. Back in the sport's biggest weekend with Secret Oath in Friday's Kentucky Oaks and Ethereal Road in Saturday's Kentucky Derby. I don't think I'll still be doing it if it were just the Wednesday races or something like that, the trainer said Thursday, sitting in his office at his familiar barn 44. I wouldn't wouldn't have the same passion. Ethereal Road will mark Lucas' 50th starter in the run for the Roses since his first uh, with Parquez in 1981. He's won four starting with Winning Colors in 1988, followed by Thunder Gulch in 1995, Grindstone in 96, he went back-to-back, and then uh, Charismatic in 1999. He doesn't get around as well as he used to. During the Keeneland Spring Meet, the trainer used a cane to get from the barns to the paddock and then the track but he waves off questions about how much longer he wants to train. He still gets up at 3.15 each morning, even if he admits he gets to bed a bit earlier than his younger days. I'm not chasing anything, he said at Keeneland, when asked about chasing his fifth win. The horses seem to find me. After a second-place finish, and the Grade 2 Rebel Stakes at Oaklawn on February the 26th, Ethereal Road ran a disappointing 7th in the Toyota Bluegrass Stakes at Keeneland on April the 9th. In need of points to have a shot at making the Derby field, Lucas wheeled the colt back. He wheeled the horse back for the Lexington Stakes at Keeneland on April the 16th where Ethereal Road finished fourth. Those two points, said Lucas, ended up getting him in. Indeed, when news came Monday morning that um, Un Ojo was a no-go for the 148th running 
uh, the Kentucky Derby. Ethereal Road was bumped up to number 20 on the points leaderboard. Owned by Julie Gilbert and Aaron Stones, Ethereal Road then drew the number 20 post position. He was put at 30-1 to 1 in Mike Battaglia's morning line. Kentucky Derby, the Kentucky Derby will be Ethereal Road's third race in less than a month. It's not ideal, Lucas admitted, but we've got three weeks between the Lexington and the Derby, so I think it'll be okay. It used to be shorter than that with the Lexington. Back in 1999, Charismatic won the Lexington Stakes on April the 18th, and two weeks later gave Lucas that fourth Derby win. After winning the Preakness, the Colt led in the stretch of the Belmont, but ended up suffering a fractured leg and finished third, spoiling Lucas's chance of saddling the first Triple Crown winner since affirmed in 1978. I think you got 10 speed horses and 10 closers this year, said Lucas, who has won 14 Triple Crown races. We'll see how it goes. Lucas has also won the Kentucky Oaks four times, starting with Blush with Pride in 1982. He followed that with Lucky, Lucky, Lucky in 1984, upon Mind, Open Mind rather, in 1989, and Seaside Attraction in 1990. Secret Oath is a serious contender for the for his fifth, the daughter of late Arrogate won three consecutive races, including the Grade 3 Honeybee Stakes at Oakland on February the 26th before Lucas ran against the boys in um, Grade 1 Arkansas Derby. On April the 2nd, she finished a respectable third in that race, won by Brad Cox's Cyberknife, who's also in this year's Derby. The Oaks is, all, <clears throat> is harder to tell. Lucas said of Friday's race because you've got some really good fillies in there. At, at six to one, Ryland Farms Secret Oath is fourth choice in the morning line behind Ashland Stakes winner Ness at five to two, then Kathleen O seven to two, Echo Zula at four to one, Kathleen O uh, Echo Zula. Echo Zula, rather, and Shahama, 15 to 1, are all unbeaten. Should Lucas, uh, should Lucas pull the upset, he would surpass Art Sherman, who was 77 with California Chrome in 2014 as the oldest trainer to win the race. What does it mean to Lucas to be in this position at 86? It's more for the owners than for me, he said. I like putting them in this position. Uh, so the Kentucky Oaks this afternoon at Churchill, uh, it uh, will go to the post at 5.51. The race is televised on the USA Network. It has a 1.25 million purse. The distance on the race is a mile and an eighth, and, of course, it's for three-year-old fillies. The field has 14 horses in it. As we run it down here, Secret Oath, 6-1, to one, Nostalgic, 15-1, to one, Hidden Connection, a 20-1 to one shot, Nest, 5-2, to two, Goddess of Fire, 15-1, to one, You Girl, 30-1, to one, 
Echo Zula, 4-1. Venti Valentine, 20-1. Desert Dawn, also 20-1. Kathleen O, 7-2. Cocktail Moments, 30-1. Candy Raid, 30-1. And Shahama, 15-1. And Turner Loose, 20-1. And that's the field. The 14 Phillies that will go to the post this afternoon for the Kentucky Oaks at Churchill Downs. <clears throat> and we'll go back to the front page of the sports section this morning and change uh, our direction and talk a little football. Um, and that is about UK quarterback Will Levis. He is beginning to generate big hype for the 2023 NFL Draft. Of course, we just completed the NFL Draft last weekend. And, of course, we're already talking about next year's draft. This is from Josh Moore of the Herald Leader Sports staff. Buzz is building around returning quarterback, University of Kentucky quarterback Will Levis. Todd McShay became the latest pundit to endorse Levels in his 2023 mock draft released Thursday morning. The ESPN analyst has Levis going number three overall to the New York Giants. Levis needs to find more consistency, but he has a live arm and a big six foot three, 232-pound frame, McShay wrote. He has thrived in the quick game at Kentucky with a lot of run-pass options and a and screen-type uh, stuff, but there are some Josh Allen-like traits here for new Giants coach Brian Daybol. He added that Levis and new Giants wide receiver Wondell Robinson, drafted in the second round last week, connected 104 times in their loan season together. Dane Brugler of The Athletic has Levis going number five overall in his initial 2023 mock draft, dubbing him the top senior at that position. He and most have juniors C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young going one and two next year in some order. Most mocks at this time uh, project Levis as a first-round selection at a minimum. Levis, during an appearance on Kentucky Roll Call this week, was asked about his ascension up the backboards. It's cool, but I mean, it doesn't matter, he said. It's random media people with their own opinions. Obviously, anything you see with that doesn't guarantee anything. If anything, it's just kind of cool to hear and see, but I don't want to spend time and attention on that. That's a wise attitude to have for a litany of reasons, but especially because we're just barely less than a year away from next year's draft. Most of last year's way-too-early mocks had North Carolina's Sam Howell as the best quarterback in the draft class, and he was projected as a top-ten selection. He ended up going in the fifth round and was the sixth quarterback selected. So a lot can change in a year. Still, Levis, going into his second season, has generated more hype than any quarterback who has played during Mark Stoops' tenure. He didn't arrive on campus until last summer, but quickly went over the locker room and the coaching staff. He threw for for 2,846 yards 
and 24 touchdowns in 2021, more than any quarterback he's played for Kentucky since Mark since Mike Hartline. Similar on improved production in 2022, along with a cutback on turnovers, he threw for 13 interceptions last season, and that would go along with toward making a May 2022 mock drafts correct some next April. Uh, going into the season with a returning quarterback like Levis, excites Stoops, who talked about the senior during a Thursday appearance on Kentucky Sports Radio. Stoops noted that scouts were impressed with what they saw from Levis as he showed up on film of 2022 draft prospects they were evaluating and with how he looked throwing the ball to other prospects. Stoops um, said that Levis deserves the preseason hype. I know this. I know Will, Stoops said, and I know how motivated he is. It'll drive him to see any quarterbacks taken in front of him because I believe he believes he can be the number one quarterback taken. He has the kind of ability, and I think he's going to have the kind of year. The trickle-down effect will have, uh, have having a quarterback with that kind of outlook matters too. They make people around them better, Stoops said. He's a great leader. He's competitive. It's not just about him. It's about the team. Those kind of guys make a difference. I really like where we're at, Stoops says. Uh, also, in UK sports, last night the Kentucky Wildcats baseball team started uh, a three-game series uh, on a Thursday night as opposed to um, uh, on Friday. and It could have been because of graduation weekend, whatever. But anyway, Kentucky started a three-game series with the number one ranked team in the country, and that is the Tennessee Volunteers. And that game last night went into 13 innings. It was tied 2-2, and finally the Wildcats pull it out in the 13th, winning it 3-2 last night at Kentucky Proud Park. They'll play game two of that three-game series starting uh, this evening uh, at Kentucky Proud Park and then uh, wrap up the series tomorrow uh, afternoon. And while they're playing uh, Tennessee, the women will play host to South Carolina. Uh, South Carolina comes in for a three-game series this weekend. That will be a Friday, Saturday, Sunday series at John Crop Stadium. So both baseball and softball at home this weekend for Kentucky. Meanwhile, looking at Major League Baseball, well, the Reds continue to lose as they lost uh, the wrap-up of a series in Milwaukee yesterday, uh, getting swept in that uh, three-game series, even though the Reds did have the lead early in that game, but ended up losing to the Brewers 10-5. to The Reds limp home. For a homestand, as they will play host to the Pirates starting tonight at Great American Ballpark. Uh, the Pirates also have a losing record, 10 and 14. The Reds are 3 and 22 now, so maybe there's a shot there playing another team with a losing record. Also, in Major League Baseball this weekend, full slate of games. It's the Dodgers and Cubs playing in Chicago. And the Royals and Orioles in Baltimore. 
The Mets travel to Philadelphia to take on the Phillies. The Yankees play host to the Texas Rangers. The Red Sox and the White Sox, the Battle of the Sox, get together in Beantown. It's the Blue Jays in Cleveland to take on the Guardians. The Brewers play uh, are playing host to the Braves this weekend. And no, I'm sorry, that will be in Atlanta. The Brewers and Braves in Atlanta, and the Tigers and Astros playing in Houston starting tonight. It's the Twins hosting the A's in Minnesota. The Angels are home to take on the Washington Nationals. The Rockies travel out in the desert to take on the Diamondbacks. And it is the Marlins and Padres playing on the West Coast in San Diego, as is the Mariners playing host to the Tampa Rays. And it is the Giants entertaining the Cardinals on a West Coast game out in San Francisco. So that's your Major League Baseball schedule um, for starting uh, today and this weekend. So a big weekend of uh, Major League Baseball. But, of course, even bigger this weekend is the Kentucky Derby and the Kentucky Oaks. And with that said, we'll skip over to the Louisville Courier Journal a little bit earlier than normal to take a look at some of the stories there about the Derby and the Oaks. The first story this morning about the Oaks is from Steve Bittenbender. This is special to the uh, Louisville Career Journal USA Today Network. The headline reads, Legends in Mix for Friday's Oaks. These seasoned trainers have top contenders in race. Trainer Todd Pletcher is gunning for his second straight win in the Grade 1 Kentucky Oaks. And on Friday afternoon at Churchill Downs, he'll saddle the morning line favorite in this year's race. Nest was installed as the 5-2 favorite over getting the fourth gate in Monday's pin-pulled draw for the field of 14. Uh, Irad, Irad Cortez gets the mount, uh, and he will seek his first career win in the grade one stakes in the race of the three-year-old Phillies. Post time for the mile and an eighth is 551. The winner will take home 767250 out of the $1.25 million. Like last year's Oaks winner, uh, Mahela Hat, Ness comes to Louisville from Keeneland. There, she won the grade one Ashland by eight and a quarter lengths on April the 8th. The filly, whose bloodline includes both Curlin and AP Indy, has won both of her starts this year and four out of five overall. Nest has done sensational, Pletcher said, who has won the Oaks four times, one away from tying Woody Stevens' record. She was very impressive in the Ashland. Basically, we're trying to follow the exact same pattern we did last year with Mahela Hat. Uh, she won the Ashland. Shipped over here to good breezes over the truck. She seems to have good energy, like the position draw. So far, so good. Nest is one of two entries for Pletcher, goddess of fire, who drew the fifth gate with jockey John Velasquez, has the morning line odds of five to one. 
Suge McGahey's Oaks Horse, uh, the second choice of the morning line, is Kathleen O at 7-2. Trainer Suge McGahey brings the undefeated filly from Florida, where she won three races this year at Gulfstream Park. She comes off a two and a three-quarter length win in the April 2nd Gulfstream Park Oaks. Kathleen O drew the 10th gate and Javier Castellano got the call. The weather looks sketchy at best for the end of the week with rain likely. Uh, of course, that was yesterday and today. <clears throat> McGahee said that's not a concern to him. She broke her maiden in the slop, so we're not worried about that, the legendary trainer said Monday. Uh, of course, we read earlier in the Herald Leader about D. Wayne Lucas. Uh, speaking of legendary trainers, the 86-year-old Lucas has secret oath in the field of the uh, for the Oaks. While she finished third against the Colts in the Grade 1 Arkansas Derby last month, she won the Grade 3 Honeybee Stakes at Oakwan on February the 26th. A win for Secret, Secret Oath would be his record-time fifth race as well. Lucas last won the race with Seaside Attraction in 1990. Lucas said last week that his filly was having a good week, but that was before she drew the inside gate. That may not be a problem, though, if she and Luis uh, Ciaz can get a good start. She did well at Oakland, but she just glides over this track, Lucas said. I wouldn't have to say she's even better here. Secret Oath's morning's line is 6-1. to one. And also, Steve Osmussen will have uh, a Oaks horse today at 4-1 to one and third choice on the morning line is trainer Steve Osmussen's Echo Zula. Joel Rosario gets them out and will break from the seventh hole. Echo Zula has won all six of her starts. The gunrunner sired Philly went wire to wire in the March 26th grade two fairgrounds Oaks in New Orleans holding off hidden connection by a nose at the wire. The rest of the field includes nostalgic 15 to 1 morning line. We went through these earlier and we know what the, what that looks like. Um, but we can do it again, um, which also mentions the jockeys here. <clears throat> uh, nostalgia, nostalgic rather, written by Jose Ortez. Uh, hidden connection 20 to 1 with Ray Gutierrez in the third post. You girl, spelled Y-U-U girl, 30 to 1. Uh, Florent Garot will break from the sixth gate. Venti Valentine, 20 to 1, starts from the eighth post with Tyler uh, Gaffaloni on the mount. Desert Dawn, Umberto Rispoli in the tenth gate. And Cocktail Moments, 30 to 1, breaks from the eleventh post with Corey uh, Lanieri on on the, as the rider, Candy Raid, who drew the 12th post with Rafael Bajaro, uh Shamu, uh, 15 to one, and of course Turner Loose with Manny Franco aboard uh, starts from the outside. The field is uh, includes a 15th horse eligible to run, uh, but that horse uh, was scratched. Um, earlier and will not be so it's a it's a 14 horse field 
for the running of the Oaks this afternoon over in Louisville. Um, quick look here, talking about who will be running and uh, rather what will it look like tomorrow and as far as COVID and those concerns hope, hopefully largely behind us. The headline reads in the Courier-Journal this morning, will crowds return with no COVID restrictions? This from Jason Fricks of the Louisville Courier-Journal USA Today staff. Attendance for the past two Kentucky Derbies will however include asterisks because of the COVID-19 pandemic, but those closest to the event are predicting the return of a large crowd this year. Veteran trainer D. Wayne Lucas is confident fans are returning to the sport, pointing to the April 2nd Arkansas Derby at Oaklawn Park that featured an estimated crowd of 60,000. The field was the infield was packed, Lucas said. That's a lot of people coming back to the game. I think we're fine. A Churchill Downs spokesperson did not respond to a request for a comment, but it appears the track is preparing for the May 7th Kentucky Derby as it did pre-COVID. No masks are required in keeping with federal and state guidance, and there are no limits on crowd size. In a March presentation to investors, Churchill Downs based projections on the possibility of 170,000 fans, approximately 110,000 fans without a reserve seat, the majority of those in the infield, and approximately 60,000 with a reserve seat. Demands for premium tickets continues to exceed supply, the report said. In a conference call with investors Thursday, Churchill Downs uh, CEO said, based on advanced reserve ticket sales, we expect to deliver record derby results. And that will do it for this morning's sports news from the pages of the Louisville Courier-Journal and the Lexington Herald-Leader. We thank you for listening and invite you now to please stay tuned for short stories next here on Radio I. The following is a public service announcement for the 30th anniversary celebration for Radio I. Help us celebrate Radio I's belated 30th anniversary. The event will be held on Friday, May 20th from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Marriott City Center, 121 West Vine Street in downtown Lexington. Tickets will include an open bar cocktail hour, a buffet-style dinner, and the chance to win some fun door prizes. A silent auction will also be held with numerous offerings from a number of area businesses and professional services. We will also honor our inaugural inductees into the Radio I Hall of Fame that evening. For tickets and further information, visit radioi.org slash anniversary or call us at our office at 859-422-6390. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.